0: Just close your eyes for a moment.. Lord we thank you for your presence, Jesus. Would you just say we are, Lord, we thank you for your presence. you tore the veil the veil in the the temple was a sign of separation between us and God that you had to work via someone to hear from God and that you had to work via someone to worship God even and via someone to see God and how beautiful when Jesus died on that cross that there, that, that veil was torn. It is said that that veil was so thick that by, uh, with human hands it was impossible to, to, to tore the veil. It was impossible for any human by our works or by our strength, by anything that we can do that that veil could be removed or torn. You know what's beautiful? God can probably just move the, the veil to one side and then the veil was gone. He tore that veil. He destroyed that veil. He didn't brush it to the side. He tore it. He made complete way for us to be in the presence of Jesus this morning. It was a work of God it was miraculous it was his desire it was his intent God and we say thank you thank you for your presence when I say thank you for your presence keep that in mind that is what I'm actually saying Lord that you have made a way thank you Jesus Thank you, Jesus. I'm just so aware this morning, I don't want to say anything that is not in his mind. (laughs) Um, I don't want to preach anything that's not in his heart. It's actually a dangerous place to be here in the front with this in your hand. But the one thing that Raymond mentioned, and um, I prepared a whole thing, but I, I felt to leave it. But the one thing Raymond mentioned at the beginning is that the Lord wants to, you can put less space on oh, here. Much less space. The one thing um, Raymond mentioned at the beginning is um, that the Lord wants to come and speak purpose and instill purpose in us. And that's, a, I think, a very good question for all of us here. Because for some of us, last year was quite a rough year. For some of us, you, you, you're not, um, there's some of us sitting here, you're envisioned for the year to come. You are ready. You want to run. And there's some of us sitting here, you felt like you just survived. You survived last year and you are here. You are, you, you're, you're holding on by a thread. And do you what I love about the purpose that God speaks over us is that it never changes. That that which the work that He has done, that for example, the veil that is torn, it is not just applicable to those that are doing well at this moment. It is applicable to everyone here this morning. Some of you, you've been spending time with the Lord, you feel so near to him, and some of you sitting here, you may be sitting with a heart and heart, you feel so far away from God. And that purpose that He's speaking of us this morning is still applicable over you, even when you feel far this morning. And you know what is the phrase that I felt He's speaking over us? The purpose that He's speaking over each one of us this morning. I'm con- I believe this, I will go as far as saying, I believe this is a prophetic word for this congregation. And this is this phrase that He's speaking of us you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. That is what I felt. He is speaking over us. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. You may ask, what do you mean if you use language like that? What what do you mean when you say, I am a temple of the Holy Spirit? I, I, I would even go as far as saying, we are together a temple of the Holy Spirit. You see, if you read through the Bible, you read from the Word of God, from the Garden of Eden. And by the way, the word Eden, Garden of Eden, means from the light. There was no separation between God and man. Adam and Eve was created by God. There was no sin at this moment. They were in complete unity with God. And you see, we actually see something of God in Genesis. And, the, and there is this truth, that He is a God that loves to dwell. That He is a God that loves to dwell. That He is a God that loves to inhabit. He loves it. He desires it. Why am I saying this? Because from sin entered the world. Since there was separation between man and God, you read about this jealous and zealous God that's after the heart of man, that everything, that He even went as far as sending, most of you obviously know this, but He sent His only Son to defeat that separation so that we can walk in perfect unity with Him. Now, if you look at temple... There's basically two big pictures in the Old Testament. And that is the tabernacle of Moses and the temple that Solomon built. And you see there's this picture of man trying to build a dwelling place for God. Doing all that they can, trying to put stone together. And even the the tent trying to see, you know, can we design and build something that he will come and dwell in. Now, the temple and the tabernacle was a picture of where people came to worship. It was a picture where people came to meet God. It's so beautiful. There's a scripture now. I think it's Exodus 33, 33, 34. um, is this picture of actually the cloud. There was literally a cloud that came to the entrance of of the, the tabernacle. And it says, Moses spoke to God as a friend. And Moses will speak to God, and God, will, and Moses then would speak to the Israelites. And it's almost like you have this picture that the Israelites had to actually work via Moses to encounter the Lord. But you see, something beautiful happened. In the Old Testament, we have these pictures that point to something better. And Martin Luther, he had this saying, he said, you know, we, we try, uh, it's interesting that God, he, could, he can dwell anywhere He wants to. And yet He chose a weak human soul. Isn't that beautiful? And you know why He chose you and me to be a temple of the Holy Spirit, of all places? It's because the weaker we are, the bigger the testimony of who He is. It's through our weakness that his strength is revealed to this world. Isn't that beautiful? But he searched for a place. He could have he could have uh, found, like he could have even designed himself his own place. But in the end he chose the heart of man to come and dwell. But before it was just us. I love how Colossians 1 verse 16 says It says, The fullness of the Father dwell in the Son. Where there was these temples, physical tent and a physical building, Jesus became the temple of God. Scott, what do you mean? It's to Jesus that we come when we want to worship. Amen? where the israelites had to go to a tent or a temple and and bring their sacrifice to forgive their sins we sang it this morning in the first song as far as the east is from the west you've removed our sin from us jesus came his blood cleansed us of all our sin do we still go to a temple to for our sin to be removed from us no we go to the son of god isn't that beautiful worship Do we still work via someone to worship? No. It's from the altar of your heart that we bless Him. Do you know there's one ministry that I cannot do for you? There will always be another prophet. There will always be another apostle. There will always be another. But the one thing there will not be another of is from your heart to His heart. And I cannot do that for you. Only you can bless Him. Only you can bless Him. Only you can move Him. Only you can praise Him from your heart to His. And you see, as Jesus, the Old Testament pointing to this picture of Jesus being the ultimate temple of God, Ephesians says that all of us are being built together. We are living stones built together. We are the body of Christ, which basically means together. As stones, we form the temple of God where He comes And what? Dwell. It just blows my mind. He could have chosen any place in the world. And for some reason, He's just so attracted to our weakness. And this morning, He's speaking over each one of us. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. and I'm going to end with two things that I, I felt like Holy Spirit is, is highlighting and speaking to us. If you're a temple, the Holy Spirit means that you have the responsibility to yield, surrender yourself to Him. To surrender yourself to Him. Does it make sense I'm saying? You need to yield yourself to him it's only in that place so beautiful the holy spirit the picture of the holy spirit is a picture of a a dove we see when jesus got um filled with the holy spirit was after he was baptized by john the baptist it says a dove came from heaven now there's the difference between a pigeon and a dove i don't know if you know that i don't know if you've ever been at the waterfront or any of those places but there's a lot of pigeons there and a pigeon is a very irritating animal Okay. it just doesn't go away and in the contrary if you have any food with you they must probably going to be around you the whole time okay they're not very sensitive but they but a dove is very sensitive I can just imagine a dove that picture of a dove coming and sitting on Jesus it's not sudden movements Because sudden movements probably would chase that away. You need to be sensitive. You need to yield. And I think that's a beautiful picture for all of us here this morning. That if you are a temple of the Holy Spirit, it it means that you need to, number one, yield to God. Every area in your life laid down before Him. Why? So that as you are empty, He can fill you with His presence, with His Spirit. That's the first thing I felt. The second thing, we cannot be a people this year that go, but we don't abide. The greater is the going, if our abiding is greater. Does it make sense what I'm saying? If you want to go, you need to abide. And for some of you that are visiting, we felt for this year that God is speaking to us. We need to go. We need to get out of this place. And we need to reach out to the lost. We need to go to the nations. There's this call that the Lord has for us. But in the going, we need to abide. It's not the one or the other. It's both together. Abide and go. Let's see if it works. No, it's fine. Let's see if it works. Hopefully she doesn't make faces. (laughs) But uh, you need to want this. You need to desire this, to be filled with His Spirit, to be a temple of the Holy Spirit. It's not something He's going to force down on you and come and say, Listen, I'm, I, this is, you need to, you know, I'm going to force this on you. You don't have a choice. No, you need to be healed. You need to lay down. You need to come before Him. He's not going to force that dove on you. Are you laying it down? It's so beautiful. Luke 24, and this is the last thing I'm going to mention, speaks about the Holy Spirit as the following. It says, it's the promise of the Father. You know, most of us, because of the picture of a father, we struggle with the promise of the Father. Because we don't always feel like we can trust our earthly fathers, so why would... You know, this Father, Heavenly Father, give us what He has actually promised. Mommy. Why would He give us what He has promised? The promise of the Father. I want to tell you, if God as Father promised it, He will do it. He will do it. But are you positioning yourself in that place? Amen. Will you stand with me quickly? Just close your eyes quickly. God, I thank you that you're speaking this truth over us, that we are temples of your spirit. Lord Jesus, that we come, we come to you this morning to worship. We come to you this morning, the, the one in whom who the fullness of the Father dwells. We just thank you for your presence. I thank you Lord that we're in this funny space that you, you want out like I almost feel like Lord, Lord I want to pray that each one will see how much you desire us to be filled with you because I feel like you will desire it more if you know that he desires it it is his desire for us Lord and I just pray let it be Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I pray for hunger like never before. I pray even that you will come, God, and and almost disrupt the, the patterns of our heart in the, in the season to come that we will be busy with random things and your presence, which is fall in the room and I, um, I, I th- the other day Ingrid was Emma was crying, and Ingrid just picked picked wow. her up, and it was a quite a, it was a chaotic moment, obviously, as a child would cry, and I was busy with our, our son, our youngest son in the other room, and I just came out to see if, if Emma and Ingrid is okay, and suddenly I see. Emma in Ingrid's arms, and, and Ingrid is just weeping in there. And as I walked in there, I could just sense the presence of God suddenly in that room. And I pray, Lord, and that, that you will come and in moments, normal mundane moments, will come and reveal yourself to us. We want your presence, Jesus. Lord, we want to be filled with you. We thank you that there's no separation anymore, that there's no veil, that you have designed us to be together corporately a temple of the Lord, that you say in Ezekiel that this is where I will come and dwell among the people. We thank you, God, that it's your desire and your intent. We thank you, Lord. Can we maybe just sing that more than silver again, just one more time before we end off this morning? And I want to, even as we sing it, if, if you want to just surrender parts of you to Him, and um, there's this English word, to be a base, to, to, to find yourself empty so that He can fill you this morning, would you just do that without me trying to pray for something specific? Like If you want it, just come and get it. <laughs> Jesus, 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 Jesus. Just take a moment. take a moment. Empty yourself before Him. Just empty yourself before Him. Lay down if you need to lay down anything. But in your own words, would you just ask Him, Lord, would you come and fill me with you? In your own words, just ask ask Him to come and do that. More than silver and gold How we love You so More than anything in this world more than silver and gold how we love you so more than anything in this world sing that again more than silver and gold how we love you so more than anything in this
1: world more than silver and gold,
0: how we love you so, more than anything
1: in this world. With all my heart and all my mind and all my strength, let me love you with all my heart and all.
0: How we love you so more than anything in this world let me love you before
1: Mm-hmm. And then-
0: This is wait on him, Lord, come into it. Mm-hmm. So, Lord, we just simply say this morning, come, Holy Spirit, and fill us. It's impossible to follow you without your Spirit. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, afresh with you, fill every heart this morning. Oh, Lord, come and fill in Jesus' name, if you feel maybe maybe you, I don't know, maybe some of you feeling something in your body, I don't know, maybe some of you just feel emotional or whatever, just don't move on. Like allow the Spirit to come and do what He wants to do. Forget about whatever we're gonna do. Just go on with what you feel. Holy Spirit is doing this morning. Would you come and do that, Holy Spirit? Come fill every heart. How much more, your word says, will a good father give the sperm if we ask him? And I thank you that we can ask you every day. And this morning we ask you, Holy Spirit come. Holy Spirit come. Holy Spirit come. Holy Spirit, come. Acts 2, the Spirit will come upon you and all men who will dream dreams. Your sons and daughters will see visions. Lord, I just pray, may there be a testimony of the move of the Spirit in our midst and it may be said that we are a temple of your Spirit, God. Come and speak to us. I pray for dreams. I pray for visions, Lord, that you would come and reveal yourself as you desire to do. Always desire to do in Jesus name come and do it Lord come and do it I I thank you even for those there's some of you I felt that even you're standing as I'm praying you're thinking that will never happen to me I pray for those specifically Holy Spirit would you reveal yourself to them in Jesus name Jesus name Jesus name Jesus name Jesus name Jesus' name. One thing I want to just say, um, I and mean, then I know there's one or two prophetic words. Errol, I know you. Um, where's Errol? I know, Errol, you, you can maybe actually come in and, and give your word, and, and I know my wife has a. But, um, no, no, I don't want you to sit. If you were standing, I want you to stand, otherwise we disengage. Um, in Wellington, auch in Wuster, and some of you have heard this.